My name is Walker, a.k.a. The Retail Ranger. It is my job to keep you free from food safety danger. The other is to make sure that stuff gets on the shelf. It's harder than it looks. I can't do it by myself. <laughs> Welcome to Walker, yeah. Retail Ranger. What's up, everybody? I'm Walker, also known as Retail yeah, Ranger. Yeah, yeah. This podcast is about my personal yeah, and professional experiences from working in the retail industry it's for all over about 35 you. years. It's all about you. Each week, we'll discuss a different topic about life as a retail ranger. We hope you yeah. enjoy listening. Let's do this. Now it's time for... Yeehaw! Walker, Retail, retail ranger. ranger. Hey, everybody. It's... Uh, Walker, retail ranger with my beautiful bride, Liz. How are you, Liz? I'm doing fine. How are you? Hey, doing good. Uh, I started recording a little bit earlier. No. <laughs> I did. So we're going to leave that in there. Oh, my uh, today God. Today is Sunday, May 22nd, 2022. Uh, it is episode 23. A lot of 22s and 23s out there. How you doing? <laughs> I can't wait to hear the playback on this one. Especially you going your yeehaw. That's going to be classic. Uh, your sister is the one that did that for yeah, us. Yeah, actually, so, Kathy, yeah. Yeah, so that would be pretty good hearing you voice over your sister no the, that's the, not a good thing the professional singer <laughs> yes, i might she add is. so we'll she's give you at that. a gig right now <clears throat> so how you doing liz i'm doing good i'm doing good too i just good, good. i'm fresh out of the shower that's a, always a good thing yeah, real real good uh so we have a, a, a little pond that liz and i built a couple years back i believe it was 08 we've talked about it a little bit and there's two parts to it there's what we call the top pond and the bottom pond the bottom pond has the turtle and some fish and salamanders and other assorted amphibians in there, right? Lots of frogs. A lot of frogs. Uh, the top pond. Oh, hey, Morpheus the Killer. What, what, your part's coming up later, buddy. <laughs> so the top pond, I think the day I had left for the Outer Banks, the day after, the the hose fell off of the pump. So the waterfall at the top pond stopped working. Yeah. Correct. And then we had this beautiful fountain at the bottom pond where the pump was just pumping it straight up in the air yeah it looked like one of those fountains yeah it was kind of cool yeah <laughs> so we took the opportunity today uh when i say we me i was jedi'd into getting into the top <laughs> pond today uh i used a wet dry vac uh, got actually i used an old pool pump or a pond pump pumped the nasty water out of there and then i used a wet dry vac to get the let's call it turtle stuff maybe year over the years poo silt what, and poo, leaves. poo and leaves got that out of there got it all straightened out cleaned up um needless to say at the end of that i was covered with just nasty yeah it was gross um but it did remind me of the i think it was 1982 cult classic the swamp thing or swamp thing not the but swamp thing okay remember that movie i remember and i think i was like 11 or 12 when i first saw that it, so yeah I would, it was probably out i didn't see it at the movie so it must have come out on video or something or on HBO, and uh, I remember, I think I got I got the mosquito. Yay. There's been a mosquito flying around the studio, and he is he has ceased to exist. R.I.P. Mosquito. <laughs> so anyways, uh, that movie used to scare the heck out of me, some parts of it, and, and I want to go back and watch it again, because it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I remember there's one scene, and it's probably because I was a, a young adolescent male, uh, but the one of the stars in it, Adrian Barbeau, she was known for being kind of top heavy. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit, and they they use those uh, attributes in the movie very okay. well. And she had gotten hurt, and I think this is where she got hurt was her top parts. But it might have been how I remembered it. <laughs> uh, um, but the swamp thing dude took some of his skin off and put it on her 
chest. Interesting. I'm going to go with that. And it healed the wound. Uh-huh. But I, I, I Googled it today and I realized why that movie freaked me out. You know, it was made by Wes Craven. Oh. The, he's the Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. Dude. So, and I think he did Scream and all those other things. And I remember Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, the, I, the first that scared ones. me. I was so too young bad. to watch those. I still am. But, uh, <laughs> Like I said, I, I don't. I felt like the swamp thing when I came out of there today. I had all kinds of leaves that I when I got in the shower, I had to actually like scrape them off me because they kind of stuck. Actually, oh, I thought that was another one. It's a mole. <laughs> while I was out there, I was listening to uh, my music and on my Apple playlist that it makes for me every right. week. It updates every Tuesday. Thank you okay. for that. Um, a remake of that song "Shout" by Tears for Fears came on. Remember that song? Oh yeah, "Shout." Shout later. Oh, and yeah, sued. we got it. Be careful. Okay. Well, Disturbed, the, uh, I forgot what they were called, some kind of metal. I mean, I know they were called Disturbed, but it was some kind of different metal, new metal or something. I don't know. But they had remade that song in 2000, and that was the song that came up on my playlist was their version. Uh-huh. And I just encourage everybody to check that out. Just a little, little randomness. <laughs> so holidays-wise, uh, today is May 22nd. Today is World Goth Day, G-O-T-H, Goth Day. Happy Goth Day to you, Liz. Happy goth day to you. Did you ever get into goth? No. I feel like one of the girls did. S- slightly for a minute. Didn't, <clears throat> didn't Megan do like combat boot? Oh, yeah. Darker makeup for a minute? For, yeah, that's yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, I know it was big when I was in high school. But um, anyways, uh, it's also National Maritime Day. And I, of course, spent time in the water today. So it was kind of cool. True. If I had had a little raft, I could have. Swam out there in the suck. That was pretty gross. Uh, it's also Vanilla Pudding Day. Uh, a little warm for pudding today. You're not a big pudding guy. I, I am not a big pudding guy. I like pudding on the Ritz. Remember that oh, song from the 80s? Get out okay. Here. All right. Not pudding on Ritz, just for clarity, because that would be even grosser. Or are we onto something? No. No. Okay. Uh, it's also National Buy a Musical Instrument Day. And you know how I feel about big music. Like the conspiratory big music. <laughs> always. Ma- oh, sorry. All right. Um, it's also Sherlock Holmes Day. And I read some Sherlock Holmes books when I was a kid, but my, my most uh, rampant memory of Sherlock Holmes was one of my mom's favorite sayings. Because I know you're going to find this to be a shock, but I was a smart aleck as a kid. No. Yeah, I always had to say something. Uh, I always had to like kind of get into adult conversations with the adults. And, and <laughs> Using I- this in past tense. Why? Okay. <laughs> That's, well, all right. Shots fired, <laughs> folks. Across the bow on National Maritime Day. I see what you did. So my mom was known as being very open and honest, wouldn't you say? Yes. Well, whenever I would say something, um, and, and she had the opportunity, one of her favorite phrases was, no blank Sherlock. Yes. I, I know what the blank is. Yeah. And, uh, it, it rhymes with turtle poop. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, it doesn't rhyme with it. But, but that was one of my mom's favorite phrases when I was growing up and she used to call me ears McGee oh no. really yeah because I would always be listening to what the adults had to say oh. instead of kind of doing my own thing and ears McGee was <laughs> it was no s Sherlock and ears McGee and you wonder why I'm the way I am today that explains it it does it's part of it so anywho uh a little chicken update so all four ladies are actually producing now they started last week while I was gone right yeah and it turns out three of them are morning layers and one is afternoon. <laughs> and it's funny because we know when they're laying their eggs now, don't we? 
Yes, we do. They they make a noise. Yes, and I guess I would too. <laughs> it's pretty loud. Yeah, and it's it's not their typical typical. It's it's hey, I'm giving you a present here. <laughs> so we know not to disturb them when they're in their coop. And they all do it in the same nest, so I guess they're like waiting in line. I guess. Well, when I went out there this morning, three of them were there, so I'm assuming they each take their turn. Yeah, one was in the yard last week. Yeah, and just... I did you find that one? You yeah, picked that one up. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, in the coop, not in the yard. No. Yard. Well, inside the, the fence, pens, in but it pen. was on, on the ground instead That's of... bizarre. Yeah. Well, well, that was probably the new the newbie. Yeah, maybe they, the other girls were like, hey, this is where we do this. <laughs> and since she's behind schedule, she... Because we heard the noise when we were out on the back deck earlier. Yeah. The afternoon around 1230, we heard that cry for help, we'll call it. <laughs> and about half an hour later, I went out there and there was the other egg, so... So they're doing well, and they love their mix of weeds from the yard. So every time I grab, I go out there, or you go out there, we grab a little handful of weeds. So it's a good way to keep the yard weeded, too, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Liz's kitchen, let's talk about that. It smells amazing downstairs right now. I know we have ribs coming. Baby back ribs. We're not going to do it. No. <laughs> Don't say it. And what else? And my world-famous macaroni salad. World famous. I swear to you, if we could afford to do a food truck, we could do a food truck just with your macaroni salad. I know I'm thank you. Everybody in the fam that listens to this podcast, hopefully it's most of them, please. Um <laughs> would would it would testify that your Mac salad is is crazy. And you did say earlier you weren't gonna divulge any secrets. Oh, just in case. I gotta keep it in mind. All right. So I know when I got back yesterday or friday it was either friday or saturday you told me about this trick you did you were using your little freezer bag thing your patone or whatever it's called and you did something where you compressed the chicken you froze it oh yeah yeah tell me about that well the containers that you get the rotisserie chickens in like the, the hard plastic yeah, it's got a clear at, top and a black the, bottom yeah okay at the deli so i got a rotisserie and i deboned it all right and put the meat in the little bottom the bottom black part, part. the yep. black part yep and i covered it and put it in the freezer because i left all the juices in there too all right and if you put it in a food saver it will suck those juices into the ah uh, yeah as it's vacuuming yeah okay so that makes sense i froze it in there first all and right. then popped it out of the bottom of the container okay and put it in a bag and it just sealed it right up so did you wait till it thawed out before you? No, I guess you'd have to keep it frozen. No, yeah, had the to juices keep it frozen. Going. But it made a nice little brick, and, and you they, can see the imprint. They, yeah, you can see the imprint of the bottom of the little container. That's awesome. But it makes it stack really well. That's true. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you can just you know if you don't know what you're doing for dinner. Yep. You can just get one of those and make anything with it. Yeah. You know, chicken enchiladas. I mean, it, just Rotisserie a world. chicken of, salad. Yes. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So. As, as I mentioned last week, I spent I spent last week down in the Outer Banks. Yes. And I was not wearing a communicator. I didn't have keys on. <laughs> I wasn't the store manager. I just got to play in produce every day, and it was amazing. A lot of hard work makes me appreciate what our department managers do, but it was an absolute blast. But before we get into that, we had some varmint shenanigans while I was gone. Yes, we did. Uh, bird. And voles, right? Yeah, every day, like 
It, it was just very, I never knew what was coming next. So Tuesday at 4.20 p.m., <laughs> I'm reading this text, I'm quoting this text that you sent me. And I found the Blue Jay on the carpet this morning, BTW. <laughs> I'm assuming you're referring to that Blue Jay we thought we had saved yeah. the prior week. Mm-hmm. So at 4.20 p.m., that's when I received the text that Blue Jay was RIP. Well, I think he was pretty wounded anyway. Oh, I'm sure so. he was, but he got in the, he was brought into the house, right? Yeah. So at that point, you stuffed a sweatshirt into the cat door, correct? Yes. Okay. And that was on Tuesday when you stuffed it. Mm-hmm. And then at 6.52 on Tuesday, now Punky has a freaking bird <laughs> waiting at the front door to bring it in. <sighs> so since you had blocked the cat door, I guess, Punky was at the front door with a, her present. Mm-hmm. So, and I think hers is one of the little red birds. So we had two birds so far, the blue jay and the yeah. red bird. <clears throat> but this one was already dead. Oof. I know. Well, I'm, and... I, I did see two feathers on the front welcome mat this morning. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Uh, Wednesday, 5.41 p.m. Dern Morpheus! <laughs> exclamation point. He pulled out the sweatshirt blocker in the cat door and brought in a live vole. I chased him all over the place. Finally grabbed the vole, put him outside while I was telling him it was his lucky day. <laughs> and reblocked the cat door. He's running around looking for it now. And I think you had taken the cat bed and jammed that into the cat door now. Yeah, they can't get that out. They can't get that out. But I did save the bowl. You saved the bowl? Yeah, because yeah. you told me it was his lucky day. and, and he Yeah, I threw a little washcloth over him, and he went, eep. You know, the, the vole yeah. scream of death or, or relief. <laughs> so I put him outside. So He was very much alive, so I'm sure he's Well, I got fine. bad news for you. Oh. Because as I was, I went out to burn the paper this morning. And I had my chicken shoes on, and I knew not to walk through the house. Right. So I started to walk around the right of the house to put my chicken shoes on the front deck or front porch. And the top container of that rotisserie thing, I guess you had let Roddy lick it. Oh, yeah. Outside. Guess what was in it? What? A dead vole. Get out of here. So apparently Morpheus is starting to plate. <laughs> he, we were watching too many cooking shows while I was gone. Oh, no. He, he took heed to how they, <laughs> these chefs plate their food. So, oh, right. Yeah, there's a dead vole in a rotisserie top oh, out right. there right now. So, on the bright side, though, he is learning. It, and no more, it hasn't been any birds for the right. last few days. Thank goodness. Well, well, I had a talk with them and I said, guys, seriously, can you, you know, voles are okay, mice, okay. Let's, let's try some of these squirrels, man. There's a million the of them Squirrels, oh my God. If you bring us a squirrel, you win. Yeah. Because they're fast. They're, they're, well, he got one once. Oh, yeah, yeah, Oh, never mind. Let's not talk about yeah. that. Yeah. Oh. So while I was down there in the Outer Banks, I did make an observation. Uh, gas was 419 on Monday. Whew. And uh, I filled up on Tuesday morning because we had to drive to the store furthest away. And, of course, when I got there, it was 439. It had shot up 20 cents overnight. Mm. So I, I missed my calling on that one. And I believe it's 445 here yes. today. It's gone up considerably. And I don't know about you, but I've been hearing, and I think they're trying to tell us that it's going to happen instead of uh, letting it happen. But gas is supposed to be six bucks by July, August. They're saying now, if they're telling you what it's going to be, obviously it's going to be that way. I mean, I don't think they're trying to give us a heads up. I think they're telling us what it's going to be, which is insane. But anyways, I, oh, go ahead. No, I'm oh, good. Okay, you look scared because you know no. six bucks, six dollars well, no, gas the, is crazy. The sun is blinding me. It, it's hitting me again. Yeah, 
We're gonna have to get you a little visor. <laughs> yeah. So I went down there to help. Um, we got a lot of stores down there that are resort stores. They're super busy during the summer months. They're kind of chill during the off season. So we did a lot of remerchandising, you know, expanding on summer items like corn, watermelon, cantaloupe, stuff like that. A uh, few layout adjustments here and there, but I guess my biggest learning and appreciation was I, I have about 90 folks on my staff, I think. Yeah. Any, anywhere between 80 to 90 at any given time at my store. Well, some of these stores, they get folks um, from other countries, like come over on programs and they work there for the summer, which you got challenges there too, because you need to, they, they got visas and all that stuff. They got to get done their paperwork, True. but you got to train them. And there's usually a pretty short window of training these folks from the time they get here to go time, yeah, which is usually Memorial true. Day for us on the East Coast here. Well, it's probably that way for everyone. <laughs> <sighs> I live a sheltered life. But anyways, it, it really made me think. It really takes a special store manager to run one of those puppies down there. Because one of the stores in the off season goes down to like 24 associates in the entire building. I can't even imagine. And then they ramp up to 120 for the holiday season or for the whole summer so that, that's just insane but and one little nugget is i was there before the holiday season obviously but you could tell there were some vacationers but you could tell the locals because the locals would come in shopping and they'd be like hey bro hey tony or whatever they knew those grocery store yeah. people because they see them plus if there's only 24 of them you, you <laughs> get to know them pretty good but um on the way home from there Liz had texted me to say, hey, make a big deal about it when you get home because Roddy is like, he's been depressed all week. He's been sitting by the door. You sent me a pic of him sitting by the door. <laughs> he's all sad, blah, blah, blah. So we make a big, or I'm like, I'm, I'm getting excited for coming home. I actually texted you, I think when I was like a mile and a half from the house. I'm like, I'm a mile and a half from the house. Get ready. Here we go. Here we go. So I pull in the driveway. And I was getting them all ramped up. Yep. Daddy's coming home. Yeah, Daddy's yeah, right. coming home. He was just jumping all around. So he flies down the steps when I get out of my truck, and he bangs a hard right and goes behind the house chasing a squirrel. <laughs> D- didn't even care. <laughs> didn't even care. He makes more of a big of a deal when I literally run to the convenience store and come back. He runs around acting like, oh, my God, where have you been all my life? <laughs> Thank you for coming home. I'm gone for five days. He's like, hey, squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> Squirrel takes precedence over me. So, um, the the one big huge takeaway from that trip was they're getting ready to get into local produce season. Mm. Uh, we all are, and I, I just want to talk about how important it is to support local. Even if you are buying it from your grocery store, if you're buying local from your grocery store, you are still supporting local farmers because they're they're hiring folks to to build up their um, productivity or whatever to allow grocery stores to be able to sell the stuff you got farm stands you got grocery stores whatever please buy local not only is it better it's fresher oh, uh, come on so I mean, especially the tomatoes oh my god! if you got stuff coming from the west coast by the time it gets over here you lost a couple days to a week right right i mean if you get strawberries that were literally picked in the county next to you and they're, they're at your store even if they've been there for two or three days they're still hugely fresher mm-hmm. than, than anywhere else but um I think we mentioned before, but I know we're going to go in with another member of the family and get half a cow at some point. Right. And that's supporting local, too. Just really do whatever you can, whether it's a creamery, a dairy, which are probably the same thing, <laughs> a, a farm a farm stand, produce, grocery store, whatever. Just if you see local, support that. Yeah, because, the farm stands are great. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're starting, to pop up, starting to pop up pretty big around here now, too. 
So, hey, we're going to take a little pause about talking about what's going on in the food supply chain. It just gets so negative and yeah. there's not a lot of change right now. If something does pop up, we will cover that and, and talk about it. But I, challenge, staffing still a challenge. Supply chain still a challenge. Um, prices are going up, yada, yada, yada. I, but I just don't want to keep pummeling into people. Hey, we're running out of grain, blah, blah, blah. I want to try to keep it a little bit lighter. And then this podcast is not just about that. It's about my life as a retail ranger. <laughs> it's all about yeah, <laughs> Ears McGee over here, right? <laughs> ah. But I mean, the reality is I am a retail ranger and I have an outside life outside of work too. And, and right. that's, that's part of the experience too, because we're, we are human beings. And I guess, oh, I just made a moral of the story. Oh. We're all human. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> before we shut down, rss.com is where my podcast is. That's where like... I uploaded it, and then it goes out to Apple and iHeart and Spotify and all them. So I was looking at the analytics on there this morning, and it's showing that we have been downloaded 1,555 times this year. That's 1, impressive. A lot of ears McGee's out there listening. <laughs> but then I looked at it, and and by the way, it's not just me downloading <laughs> myself, because I did listen to episode 23 last week while I was in the Outer Banks on the RSS website. And it did not show up as a as me listening in okay. the Outer Banks. So it knows my IP address for well, my phone. Okay, that's good to know. So it's not me ramping up my own stuff, just to clarify. <clears throat> I only listen to it after we post it, just so I can make sure it's good. Oh, yeah. I try not to listen to it after that, because... Yeah, dude, come on, let's be real. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, so... The weird thing is, 857 of those 1,500 downloads are coming from San Jose. So I was like, well, maybe RSS.com's based out of there. Huh. And it's not. It's actually based out of Austin, Texas. Okay. So That's... somebody's, maybe it's a server farm. Uh, hey, I'm just saying, if you're listening to us in San Jose, we are ready to sell out. I mean, sign up. <laughs> We're ready. We are ready. San Jose, this is Powhatan calling. Put me in, coach. All right. On a serious tip, uh. Thank you, everybody, for your support. I know we got quite a few uh, legit followers. I get a lot of feedback, so keep that coming. And I think we're going to wrap it down for the uh, ramp it down and shut this puppy off for today. What do you think? Sounds like a plan. Going to go eat some ribs. Got some baby back ribs. It's going to be all over my face and look like Swamp Thing. <laughs> Ugh. But it's ribs. Oh, actually, that's kind of gross. <laughs> oh, all right. No. I guess we won't watch that during the. No. All right, y'all. Thank you for your support. Uh, Check us out on walkerretailranger.com and wherever you can find your favorite podcast. And please send a text to some random people in your contact list with the link to this show. Good Freak, good freak them out. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. Hey, Retail Rangers. Be sure to check out walkerretailranger.com. That has all the different ways you can listen to the podcast. There's also a contact us link where you can message us and offer feedback or any topics you'd like us to cover. We're on Apple, Google, and Spotify at the moment. Still can't figure out SoundCloud's problem. If you dig what you hear, subscribe, give us a like or follow. I'm not sure it's different for each one, but we appreciate your continued support, and we'll catch you on the flippity flip. Peace. Thank you for listening to us and letting us be ourselves. We appreciate what you do to get stuff on the shelves. Stay safe out there. Do what you can to avoid any danger. Have fun. Work hard and be a retail ranger. You've been listening to Walker Retail Ranger.